This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show. The Tom Bernard Morning Show. Streamed every morning on the Tom Bernard Show app and anytime on demand wherever you get your podcasts. Do you hear that? The sound of silence? Yeah, the, the peace, <laughs> the quiet. Can you hear it, man? The overwhelming calm that is coming the overwhelming over Overwhelming calm <laughs> that's coming over us. So about uh, 5.30 this morning, get a message from Brittany that uh, Gogo's been up all night pissing and moaning, which is usually Brittany's job. Yeah. But apparently, yeah, you, uh, you've been up all night with a little baby a year and a half. It, Gogo's like a year and a half now, isn't she? A uh, little over, I think about 14 months. 14 months. Yep. Okay, mm-hmm. there you go. So not quite a year and a half yet. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, so Brittany will not be in today. And I was uh, thinking, well, I'm sure they've set up a backup, but of course they haven't. Why would they? So we're going to have to take care of that when, uh, when time comes to. Mm-hmm. It's just going to be kind of nice, you know, a moment's peace, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Enjoy it while we can. See? Because come tomorrow, it'll be right back to uh, super loud conversations in the morning. <laughs> That you have to force her to have. What I love about her most is when she, I say anything, and she, she doesn't do it as much as she did at the beginning. Anything I said, she go, why do you even believe that? I'm like, oh, Jesus. <laughs> oh, it's been agony. That's all I'm telling you. Mm-hmm. Known her since she was like, I think, 17, something like that. Mm-hmm. You know one thing I love that she's not here and I can bring up and he's not here either? Have you ever seen Gelfand around her? Yeah, he's like a little puppy dog. Oh, for Christ's sake. Mm-hmm. Isn't it sad? Yeah. It's like, oh, Brittany. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and then I look up and there's her picture up there. Yeah. No, it's you, but it was her picture. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so Brittany is, uh, is not ill herself, but I think Gogo just had a rough night, so she won't be in today. We don't have a backup plan here, which is, that's, you know, we're, I, I thought I was back in radio when we didn't have any plans to back things mm-hmm. up or anything like that, but uh, it'll work out in the end. Yeah, it's called stunt casting. We oh, oh, decided okay. to cast nobody today. Yeah, well, to see then, how it goes. Why would you? Yeah. And I already told Rudy I was thinking of waking my wife up and having her come in, but then I like being married to her, so I didn't. Yeah. I have a very good relationship with Catherine, and I don't want that yep. harbored. So thank yeah. you for not. <laughs> no, I understand. I understand. <laughs> for not completely. doing that. Thanks for not ruining it for uh-huh. me, Tom. Yeah. I'm um, just looking at some headlines. Say so. Yeah, yeah. Brittany will not be in today. Hopefully, she'll get some sleep. That'll be a nice deal. Mm-hmm. And then I will. Uh, I'll get to work uh, and, and find a backup. Because uh, you are you have AJ for your backup. I do. Yeah. AJ's a great guy. Mm-hmm. Matter of fact, he's coming in for Andy today because Andy's got a doctor's appointment. Oh. So he's coming in for Andy today on the uh, the family podcast. So that's very, very cool. Um, actually, this is a good time because if Brittany were here, I'd never be able to finish a sentence without her screaming at me. But I just, uh, after, what's it been now? Has it been, see, March, April, May, June? It's been four months already? Since the show started? Yeah, March, April, May. Yeah, we yeah. started the last week of February. I think the 21st or 22nd was our first yeah, day. Someone there. So yeah. Someone there. So it's been four months. Uh, just looking at some stats and all that stuff last night. You people are amazing supporting this show. Thank you so much because it's, you know, we got uh, we got a ways to go getting on different signals. We're going to be on AM and HD2 and all that good stuff. It'll be great. And mm-hmm. I want to talk to the outer markets and get all this other stuff cooking. But you guys have supported this show. It's unbelievable. So I wanted to thank you for that. It's doing really, really well. Um, yeah, so we'll stay at it, but yeah, tip of the cap. See, if I had said, you know, I want to thank, I'd have gotten thank on there. would have been, thank who? <laughs> Although I have noticed, and I'm, I, I brought this up to Brittany yesterday, as a matter of fact, because I've been listening to the market now, uh, in the morning, the afternoon, middays. Why do people talk so loud on the radio now? Almost everybody does. Yeah. Maybe because we all have earbuds in and our hearing's going to crap. Well, so you may be right about that. You know? That might be it. I tune into the station. It's like, yeah, it's going to be a beautiful day today. Yeah, you don't have to tell me that loud. you got a microphone right in front of you. And they do this, too. They talk right into right the microphone, on yeah. right on the microphone. Yeah, let me just tell you something. It's like, settle down. You're not doing cattle calls. Calm down. You know what else I've noticed with human vernacular? Maybe it's just because it's, for whatever reason, there's different times throughout history where we speak different ways. Have you noticed that everything is either wild or crazy or fantastic or insane? Everybody, that's how everyone ends sentences. They will say something like, I went to Target yesterday and the line was out the door. It 
was wild. Yep. It was crazy. I took a super cut of the old show I was on where I told everyone, hey, everybody says fantastic. All you guys do, everything is fantastic. Yep. This movie yep. was fantastic. This show is fantastic. And they didn't believe me. So one day I recorded the whole show and I made a super cut <laughs> of how many times people said fantastic. And it was 63 times in a three-hour show the word fantastic was brought up. And I said, numbers don't lie, guys. Can you please stop with the word fantastic? Because if everything is fantastic, then nothing is fantastic. That's exactly right. Yeah. And I, I don't deny that. You know, I wouldn't argue that for one one second because I hear it all the time. It's just everybody's about this loud now, and God, it's just fantastic. It's like, I'm awake. You don't have to yell at me. I'm good. Calm down. Yeah. Everything's, everything's fine. Don't worry about it. And God uh, is not fantastic because every time I look up at the screen now, I see Brittany. Brittany? Yeah. And she's a See? Right there. I said her name, and there she is. You, right? will, you willed it, my friend. The universe speaks. <laughs> <laughs> I've known that uh, yeah, that young lady since she was 17 years old. She was at uh, KQRS. Um, I think she was, was she still in high school? Maybe. I think she's talked about just coming out of high school when she got onto the show. Yeah. So yeah, so but, but probably about that same time. Yeah, so it's very, very cool. But yeah, my whole family loves Britney. See, I can't, I could never criticize Britney around like, Hubbard people oh, yeah. or my family or anything because they adore her. I mean, I'm not saying I don't. Don't get me wrong. But the only thing I just go is I shake my head and go, yeah, well, you don't have to work with her. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, though. Yeah, when you know people intimately <coughs> in a different, uh, you know, we all have different vocabulary when it comes to hanging out with our grandparents. We're different people yeah. around yep. different people. And, yeah, you're right. When you have to work with somebody and... Then somebody goes, you know, when you have those people in your life and someone goes, I just love that guy. He's just so great to be around. And you yeah. go, that guy? That guy's a huge pain in the ass to I be know. around. I don't know what you see. Because there's different levels of ass kissing. Mm -hmm. And I will tell you, and I love Minnesota, born here, raised here. I love living here. And I've told you, half the people in the state are the best people I've ever met. The other half are the biggest pricks I've ever met in my life. <laughs> it's just a fact. Yeah. There's no center in Minnesota as far as that's concerned. People are the very nice or backstabbing, lying pieces of shit. Mm -hmm. That's just a fact. Yep. But, you know, you hear these things and it's like, settle down for Christ's sake. Everything is, uh, I don't know. A lot of backstabbing going on. We got a message from Carlos who said, uh, okay, Brittany, it's wild. <laughs> Thank you, Carlos. Thank you. Yeah, I told her that. I said, I'm starting to hang out with you too much because as I was, I think I was in Vegas and I said something, somebody goes, oh, yeah, they got a, you know, they got a late night happy hour. It's two for one beers that start at 11. I went, that's wild. What? Oh, uh -oh. my goodness. Oh, uh -oh. I'm hanging out with her far too much. Yeah, you got to stop. Yeah, she does say wild a lot, mm -hmm. doesn't she? Yeah. Wild. Yeah. So. Settle down, sister. But, yeah, so now that's another job I have now working uh, with the Hubbards because uh, I'll have to go out and find backups. Well, you got AJ, so that's mm -hmm. good. AJ does a great job. He's coming in, I think I already mentioned, for Andy later on today because Andy has a doctor's appointment. But, yeah, I'll have to track down a, uh, a backup for Brittany because with a little baby, she's going to be missing days. Sure. It's going to happen. Yeah, it happens. Yep. So I don't know. I blame it all on Amy and Dan. It's their fault. There's no question about it. Absolutely. You see what I'm saying? Just <laughs> Let's just blast the piss out of them the rest of the day. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. Uh, looking at the headlines today, it's the same old stuff. Audio emerges with new details at Trump's 2021 conversation about documents. Since it's just you and me. Sure. I don't understand how anybody could like either one of these guys, Trump or Biden. Yeah. They're both such obvious scam artists. It is unbelievable, but some people just love one. And if you do, it's your business. I'm not criticizing you for doing it. I'm just saying I could never support either one of these guys. They're both in it for the money. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's just so obvious, isn't it? Absolutely. And when you have, uh, it, when you're so committed to one thing and one person, when that person screws up, you have to go on and, and still back them. And that's yeah. the hardest thing yeah. I don't... Like, listen, if, if you kind of don't know anything, you know everything. Just sort of be that person. Like Bruce Lee said, be water. Like, just kind of flow between yeah. two things all yep. the time. And, yeah, it's, it's awful when your guy screws up. You know, I, when Jon Stewart, when uh, Anthony Weiner got busted sending out all those picks to those young ladies, and Jon Stewart was his best friend, and Jon Stewart had to go... I'm so sorry. 
I cannot befriend you anymore. No. And he took a stance, and I'm like, that's that's the correct way to do it. You're my friend, but you made a mistake, and I cannot forgive you for it, so we cannot hang out. Yeah, I, I like John Stewart. Oh, love that guy. He used to come in the studio all the time when I was a KQ, wait a lot, like 25 years ago, something like that. Like way before Daily Show, John Stewart? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Really, really nice guy. Brilliant. So smart. Yeah, he's a very smart guy, a nice guy. That's We need more of that whole deal. But So, yeah, we're just kind of looking at... Uh, you know, I, actually, we should just probably get rid of Brittany because we've proven already in 10 minutes we, we don't really need her on the show anyway. <laughs> so, you know. You know what I'm saying. Uh, well, if anything, we have a cavalcade of drops of her just speaking. <laughs> so we can just have her interject. Oh, dang it. It didn't fire. But I would say we could just have her interject every now and again like, uh... oh, come on. This yeah. segment is brought to you by... Vaginas. There we go. See what I mean? Vaginas. She just interjects every now and again, and we're good. Well, see, that's good. Now, there's a balance in the universe here at Hubbard, because on the way in, I heard the people over at my talk talking about wieners oh. all the way in. Mm-hmm. I think they were talking about hot dogs, but I'm not sure. Oh. Because they were talking about the taste of wieners. I'm oh. like, you're working that really hard. Yeah. <laughs> no pun intended. Um, yeah, no pun intended, exactly. Uh, are you a, a hot dog guy? you a Brock guy? I'm not a big fan of either one, actually. Okay. I, I mean, I'll eat them. They're, they're, I would rather have a hamburger than anything. Yeah. I'm a hamburger guy more than anything. I don't mind. A, God, I haven't had a hot dog in years. Hot, mm-hmm. We have brats at the house once in a while. I like them, but they're okay. Yeah. You know, what, what's in there? That's always been my question is, it's all ground up. So what's in there, actually? Yeah. Uh, you know, it's one of those things where you're like, I'd rather not know. You yep. Know? yep. It's, it's, like when you, it's like when your wife goes to Vegas, you're like, yeah, what? Aren't you going to ask me what I did? No. Don't want to know. I I love you, and that's fine. Yep. Yep. I couldn't agree more. Mm -hmm. No question about it. So the big headlines today, that Trump uh, is in trouble. What a shock. That is true. And then Biden's uh, lying again, which is, boy, what a shock that is. Uh, And again, I like Republicans. I like Democrats. I like centrists. I like all the people. It's the people you choose. How can you not see what a bunch of scam artists these people are? Yeah. Oh, my. And that's all... Go to D.C., the whole thing is just scam heaven. Yeah. But there's millions and billions of dollars in it. Somebody told me that the Obamas are now billionaires. Is that true? Oh, I would imagine so. How is that allowed that a president could become a billionaire by selling 8 billion books? I was going to say, I might be off on this, but didn't they give... Didn't they give uh, uh, Michelle Obama like a $25 million advance on her book that, yeah. that somebody else basically wrote? She, That's correct. She just gave like the bullet points and was like, here you go, run with it. And they went, all right. And then she gets to slap her name on it and then they give her $25 million for it. And what's her favorite thing to say? Oh, I don't know. Probably some sort of, you know, ridiculous, be the light or something. No, America sucks. Oh, and yes, that's the other thing, too. The first time she's ever been proud to be an American, I know. Knock it off. What do you think you're doing? She makes $25 million for doing nothing, nothing. Yeah. and somehow America sucks. I know. Okay, lady. Yeah. So, look, it's not, like I said, it's not one side. It's not just because there's a Democrat in the White House now, Trump. And like I said, I've never met Biden. I've never even said hello to him or whatever. I've had lunch with Donald Trump when he was the president. I, he's a nice guy in person, but I, I can't follow him anywhere either. He's, no. he's just way too involved, all of these people. And I tell you what, that Hunter Biden, I'd love to push him down. What yeah. a scumbag that man is. Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah, when you get to read these stories about, you know, these politicians, kids, and what yep, they, get, yep. they get away with, if that was the private sector, these people would be oh, thrown in prison. They would be. Yeah. Uh, more self-driving cars are on Minnesota roads fueled by public funding. Well, that's great news. We're paying for a car that's going to run into us when it malfunctions. Yeah. That's great news. Mm-hmm. Uh, self-driving. I don't. I don't even know if I'd be comfortable riding alone in a self-driving car. I saw one in California just this past weekend. Oh, you did? Okay. And a friend of mine uh, I was driving with said, uh, don't ever get in those things. Yeah? Yeah. Oh, yeah. So the, first off, the technology isn't quite there yet. And yep. secondly, it follows every single traffic rule to a T. So when there is stop traffic to, due to an accident, the vehicle will basically shut itself down and sit right in the middle of the road until yep. somebody like gives it the okay from remotely, and then it'll pull off to the side. He's like, it, they're not worth it. 
Well, like I said, I, I owned one of the first Teslas in America, and I had to get rid of it because if it broke down on a freeway, you ain't going to move it. No. Because the wheels won't turn when the thing's not engaged. Yeah. So you literally had to put a new battery in it to move it over to the side of the road. Sure. So I think, okay, that's move. Now they're much better now. Absolutely. <clears throat> yeah. They're much better now. But, and I love the car. Um, that's one thing about this new Mustang that I have now. They had to call, call them back because apparently some people were driving up to 200 miles an hour. Yeah. It's a little quick, don't you think? Yeah. <laughs> that is the one thing about EV vehicles. It is oh. instant torque. Oh, yes, yeah. it is. Yeah, I mean, well, on the way in this morning, I was in the right lane, going to exit over in that, was it Barry, Barry Street or Barry Road or whatever the hell oh, it sure. is. Oh, sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was going to I was going to exit and there was a guy in front of me and he was doing about 47. Mm-hmm. I went, oh, you know, do I have enough room? And I went, oh, that's right. I'm driving this car. I got around him in about 0.002 seconds. Yeah. That's the one thing about those cars. But I don't know if I'd want a teenager driving that car. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, when you have, yeah. when you buy your kids like a big wheels, remember the kids had big oh, wheels? Oh, God, like, yeah. yeah. Love there, them. there was two settings. There was like the, the young kid setting and then the older kid setting. And there's a reason why they kept the, you know, because when you put it on that higher kid setting, that thing actually got cooking. Oh, yeah. It, it did pretty yep. quick. Like, I think like 15 miles an hour or something you could get those things up to. So, yeah, you're right. When they have the ludicrous speed option on the Tesla, probably don't want your 16-year-old having that. Uh, no. No, no, no. Going. I'm sorry, but even uh, I think my Mustang will still do like 170 something wow, like that, or 165. Crazy. Yeah. I'm never going to know because I ain't going to drive it that fast. Sure. But yeah. I love the acceleration. Yeah. Uh, I don't know that I drive it in the winter though because that acceleration in the winter could be very dangerous. Absolutely. Yep. So we'll see what the deal is. So yeah, your top headlines this morning. Um, you got uh, more self-driving cars, Minnesota employers sprint to rewrite marijuana policies. Now, let me ask you a question about that, mm-hmm. because I take THC to sleep. And you had to get a, um, a prescription, then you had to go to special shops. Are all those special shops going to shut down now? Mm, you mean like the medicinal shops? Yeah, uh, yeah. You know, I guess I don't know, because I wasn't really into it before it became recreational. And yeah. now that it's recreational, I do take some THC to go to bed. And it's, there you go. it's life-changing. It it's is. So, it, oh, I sleep so well on it. But, yeah, I don't know. I'm not too sure about the medicinal. Because <clears throat> hmm. if you can go down and just buy a bunch of gummies at down in the valley, yeah. you know, why wouldn't you do that instead of it? But, look, I, I've been going to it now for several years, and they're great people. I go to the one up in Bloomington. Very, very nice people out there. Very helpful. I just thought, how does that how does that balance out? I don't get it. Yeah, maybe once <coughs> you know you can actually buy like actual marijuana at one of these shops, they might be able to you know uh, uh, diversify like what they have for sale, and thus bringing more people in so yeah. they don't have to yeah. shut down. Because some of these places you go to, I've walked into a couple to like buy some gummies, and I'm like, oh, this is a head shop. This is just like a right. bunch of stoners right. hanging out yep. who didn't want to get real jobs, who are hanging out. You know, They opened up a, a shop that sold this stuff, and great. But then you walk into some, like out in Portland, it feels like you walk into the Apple store. Oh, I bet. It's yeah. super clean. Everything yep. is marble. There's fluorescent lighting. It's it's almost like too much. Like I, I should be buying weed from a guy in a back alley behind a 7-Eleven. Uh-huh. Yeah. Well, that's how Florida is, too. Florida's THC shops are phenomenal. Yeah, right. They're really, really good. So we're getting there. Uh, it should have been done. And again, the al- alcohol industry set us back at least 60, 70 years. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that's what we do because they were making a lot of money and paying a lot of taxes. So let's just shut down THC because we make way too much money off alcohol. Yeah. It's always, always about the money, ladies and gentlemen, every time. And then once they figured out, oh, if we tax the hell out of this, right. now we can start <laughs> exactly. making a few dollars on it. So now weed is totally okay. Oh, I'm looking up at Brittany. Brittany, uh, since I'm looking right at you, 20 minutes without you, and it was smooth as silk, sister. Ah! Very hairy. (laughs) There she is, (laughs) yelling at Uncle Tom. No, again, we've both... I I believe when I first met... She says she was about 19, but I thought she was younger than that when I first met her. Um, And again, I met her... uh, I think Gelfan was staring at her. I think Mm -hmm. that's the first (laughs) time... I just love that. <laughs> Kel fan. They're really, really good friends. Yeah. But yeah, it's uh I, I don't know if Brittany will be back tomorrow or not, I suppose. I imagine she would. Probably. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Probably true. I was thinking of like I said, calling a couple of different people and 
I was going to get Amy Daniels out of bed at 5.30 in the morning when I got the text message. That would have gone smoothly. I would have loved to have been uh, an ear, <laughs> not talking, but listening to that conversation. Because if, if you've never heard her voice, ladies and gentlemen, she kind of talks like my mother. She's got kind of like this kind of voice. Yeah. So, and I think the world of Amy, don't tell her I said that, mm-hmm. but I think the world of her, but I was thinking of calling her going, why don't you get your ass in here since you didn't put a, a replacement in there? This is on you, sister. Sure. Right? Mm-hmm. But then I couldn't do it. No. Damn it, I wanted to do yeah. it, but I just couldn't do it. Brittany, I'm sorry, but we got through the first 20 minutes just smooth as silk. Absolutely. You know, mm-hmm. what are you going to do? We, oh, I should probably do the weather because... Uh, well, it's pretty much the same every damn day in, mm-hmm. in June. June's almost over, though. 27th of June today. Today, mostly sunny with a high near 86, a 40% chance of showers and thunderstorms after 1 o'clock in the morning, mostly cloudy with a low around 68. Oh, by the way, I, I won't say where it was, but I was watching the, uh, the news this morning on television, and when the, uh, when the weather guy came on, and it wasn't Channel 5. It was a different channel. I won't even rat the guy out, but it wasn't Channel 5. I will say that. And he starts doing the weather, and he said, there could be uh, some problems out west today, like in Wisconsin. (laughs) (coughs) What? What did you say? Really? (laughs) Out west, like in Wisconsin. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. I didn't realize that you'd have to go. So if I leave here and I head west, I would have to go all the way around the globe to get there, would I not? Yeah, well, that's the shortcut, actually. Yeah, Yeah. there you go. Mm, Funny. So, yeah, sunny with a high near 86, a 40% chance of showers and thunderstorms after 1 o'clock tomorrow morning. Mostly cloudy with a low around 68. Then on Wednesday, a chance of showers and thunderstorms again. Then showers likely, possibly a thunderstorm after 2 p.m., a 40% chance of showers. Okay, that's enough. Apparently, it's going to rain, maybe. Actually, there's a chance of rain every day after today. Yeah. I, I don't know if you've seen lawns lately, but boy, do they need it. They really do. Oh. No, you're 100% right about that. They really need some, some rain. We need, and it's kind of weird because it seems to me it's been raining a lot, but maybe it hasn't. Yeah. I guess, but yeah, it's sunny in 62. Now, beautiful day coming up, sunny in 86 today, and it'll come and go. You know, they all say it's going to be this, that, and the other thing. It'll come and go, but it looks like every day for the next Six days after today, it's gonna, we're going to get some rain at least. 62 and sunny right now. We shall take a break here. We'll be right back in a couple. Look at, again, let me just point out 22 minutes without you, Brittany. 22 minutes, just smooth as silk. Smooth as silk. You know I hate fat people. <laughs> <laughs> She's going to get nailed all morning, isn't she? Of course. She's catching it all morning long, which is how it should be. Why is it every time I look up there, she, her picture's up there? You are right. Her picture is coming up an extraordinary amount of times, and it usually does not. No, yeah, it doesn't. But, but today, for whatever reason. I don't know. She's mm-hmm. popping up, but we love you, Brit, Brit, and hope, uh, hopefully we'll see you tomorrow. We will be right back. Right now, MyPillow has a massive closeout sale happening on their all-season slippers. Listeners continually make the MySlippers the number one selling MyPillow product. And I have a feeling you want to stock up now when you hear this offer. When you use my promo code TOM, you'll get the all-season slippers for $25, regularly $149.98. That is over $120 in savings. Limited to 10 pairs at checkout. These will sell out. Trust me, my slippers have an exclusive four-layer design that you won't find in any other slipper. The patented layers make these slippers ultra-comfortable, extremely durable. They help relieve stress on your feet, uh, and you can wear them anytime, anywhere. By the way, I keep, keep double-clutching on that because mm-hmm. it says you can wear them anytime. W-H-E-R-E. Oh, and yeah, <laughs> wear. You can wear. You can wear. Them anytime. Wherever you want to wear them, you can wear them. Wear? Wear? Thank you. Wear them wear. Uh, they also come in a ton of additional sizes, all new colors. Just go to MyPillow.com, click on the radio podcast square to grab a pair of all-season slippers for $25. Regularly priced at $149.98, limited to 10 pairs at checkout. Enter promo code TOM for this incredible offer. These will not last long, so please do order now. When you need someone to listen, a lawyer you know and trust. If you've never been in an auto accident, it's hard to know what to expect from the insurance adjuster. Here are some tips. One, if they talk to you about whether or not you should hire a lawyer, it's a good sign that you probably should. Two, it's illegal for them to give you any legal advice. They aren't lawyers and they aren't licensed to practice law. 
Three, if they tell you that everyone involved in the accident is at fault, they're wrong. This comes from the belief that you're at fault for just being on the road. That's nonsense and not supported by any law. Finally, remember that friendly adjusters are often just gaining information. They want you to do most of the talking so they can file their report. I'm Mike Bryant from Bradshaw and Bryant. I hope you're never injured in a collision. But if you are, don't sign anything until you've talked to us. Find Bradshaw and Bryant, personal injury attorneys at minnesotapersonalinjury.com. Seeking justice for the injured. Why should your business bank with North American Banking Company? Here's Corey Wisco of the Wellshire. We're so grateful for uh, their support and, and just the fact that they truly believe in what we do. They, they took the time to get to know us. Uh, they have faith in what we do, and it's just been a great partnership that's just uh, always been based on success. They've always had our back every step of the way. For more information about North American Banking Company, go to nabanco.com. That's nabanco.com. Member FDIC, equal housing lender. The new Tom Bernard Morning Show is proud to have partners like North American Banking Company, Bradshaw and Bryant, MyPillow, and attorney and advertiser Dave Bielke. I've been advertising on Tom Bernard's shows for years. I like Tom, not just because he's a good guy, but because the ads I run on his show bring me new clients that are hurt at work and need legal help. Tommy B works for me. Grow results for your business by partnering with the Tom Bernard Morning Show. Visit TomBernardShow.com, keyword partner. There's a guy named Tom Cross who likes to do kite things. Tom takes the phrase, go fly a kite to an extreme, and for years goes all over the country in search of great kite flying events. Lincoln City, Oregon comes to mind with Chinook winds and seven miles of pristine beach that draws folks from all over North America for the best kite flying conditions in the world. Tom brings a little Minnesota with him when he goes to Lincoln City in his new 2109S Rockwood Mini Light Travel Trailer. The new lightweights from Rockwood are very popular. Tom hauls his trailer from Niemeyer Trailer Sales in Albertville and Elko New Market, Minnesota. Niemeyer Trailer Sales is the only place Tom would prepare his next kite flight. Solar panels, exterior griddle, air conditioning are just a few of the standard features in his Rockwood by Forest River from the place that is your ultimate RV headquarters since 1965. This is Tom Bernard. Visit my friends at Niemeyer Trailer Sales and take your passion on the road. Niemeyer Trailer Sales. Go to N-I-E-M-E-Y-E-R-S dot com. Niemeyer Trailer Sales. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show Podcast. We are back, ladies and gentlemen. Brittany's not here today because Gogo had a... Had a rough night. I don't think Go-Go Six. She just was up and down all night. Mm-hmm. Uh, teething right now. Oh, well, there you go. Yeah, I was at her house the other day, and she had a couple of new teeth pop through, and boy, oof, juicy baby time is, oh, it's the worst. A little screaming. Mm-hmm. Son of a... Did she, yeah, did she that, do that? That's what she said, yeah. It was mostly it. at Britney, though. I was like, there you go, Go-Go. See? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She's already very, very smart at 14 <laughs> months old. That's how life should be, ladies and gentlemen. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so Brittany is out today because she was up all night with her baby because of teething, as pointed out by Rudy just now. So uh, hopefully that'll, that'll settle in. And, uh, but, uh, you know, Brittany, I'm looking at your picture again. Her picture's up there again. Yeah, you're right. So, uh, Brittany, just go ahead. And, you know what? I Just take July off. You know, just make sure the teeth all come in. Yeah, totally. You know? Why not? You see what I'm saying. Yeah. Um, so we talked about more self-driving cars on Minnesota roads fueled by public funding. There are a lot of really good stories, or I shouldn't say good stories, but interesting stories. This morning, Golden Valley has approved a new controversial apartment building. And <clears throat> I guess I'm looking at the picture of it. It's a very nice looking apartment building. It's, you know, it's a rendering of it right now. A 303 unit building will replace a small clinic and a bank branch just off highway 55 Golden Valley approves a controversial, and is it, it's controversial, why? Because it's got low-income housing in it? Mm. Is that why it, it's controversial? It, yeah, because, you know, I guess it's been so long since I've lived in any sort of condo or apartment yeah. setting, but yeah, there is yeah. a there, is, there are laws that say you have to keep some sort of low-rent, like a section of it, like 25% of your building has to be low-rent, isn't it? Uh, I, that's what I thought. Yeah, it's something like that, and which is, which is crazy because the people that actually you know, afford these giant high-rises and the condos, they have it built into some of these apartments where there are separate entrances. 
Yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah, you're not allowed to. If you they do. you live in certain apartments that are rent controlled and low rent, you are not allowed to mingle with the rich folk who are partying up on the top of the building. Well, I don't know how rich they're going to be. Let me just put it that way. <laughs> they probably do okay. But. Sure. Well, here, in the planned building on Golden Valley Road near the intersection of Wisconsin Drive, 46 of 303 apartments will be affordable for people earning 60% of the area median income, less than $75,000 a year for a family of four. Uh, that would be pretty much everybody in the state because the average family income in the state of Minnesota is $73,382. Sure. So what are they trying to say? Yeah. That would be everybody then. That's the average. That's the average family income. The huh? Average family income seventy three thousand three hundred eighty three eighty two dollars. Hmm. So that if it's seventy five less than seventy five grand a year, that'd be everybody or fifty two five for a year for a single person. Now that's way higher, because the average individual uh, uh, individual income is thirty seven thousand three hundred twenty dollars. Yeah. So I don't know. You know, God bless you. You can't. You, you get a little cut on your rent. Good for you. Um, there were times when, after my dad was hauled off, um, when my mother had to, had to go. It was called AFDC at the time. I think it was just called ADC, Aid for Dependent Children. But then, for some reason, ADC didn't work for them, so they put the F in there, too. So it's AFDC. It was um, Aid for Dependent Children, I think is what it stood wow. for. Wow, okay. Back in the day. And that was emergency income. You couldn't, I don't think you could stay on that for very long. Mm -hmm. It was just emergency income for people who had no money. We know that in the state there's a great need for affordable housing, said Sherry Showquist, Golden Valley's Housing and Economic Development Manager, to be economically diverse and provide housing. I love it. E there's even diversity economically. You mean we don't make exactly the same amount of money? What? <laughs> I know. <laughs> it's just getting really over the top, isn't it? Yes. So God bless you. Hey, I want everybody to live in a nice house. This is America, after all, mm -hmm. uh, you know. Doesn't seem like it some days, but uh. they say that the amount of money you have to make every year to—it doesn't matter if you make the least amount of this or you make, you know, upwards of billions of dollars. But like the happiness threshold comes at seventy-five thousand dollars a year. Well, there and, you go. And this was a report that came out—I don't know what it was—two years mm -hmm. ago. And as I read that, I thought, I know so many people who make seventy-five thousand dollars a year, and they are the most miserable pieces right. of garbage I've ever met. Yep. There's no way this study can be true. I would have to agree with you on that one. Yeah, I, I just, they're, and again, I, that's what we do in America is help people out. I know America sucks. I mean, uh, we mm -hmm. were just talking about that a little earlier. Yeah. You sell a book for a $25 million upfront, and it's the first time he's ever been happy being an American. Well, good for you, sister. <laughs> really happy for you. Yeah. Uh, the building's affordable apartments will be priced at uh, just less. Here's what I love. This is affordable housing now. Uh $1,400 a month, uh, 2000 a month for a three-bedroom. Is that really affordable? Yeah. That's yeah, one-third yeah. of your income. Yeah. I, I know when you hear those prices, especially <laughs> when... I used to live in South Minneapolis off of 62nd and Nicollet in a oh, place sure. called Wyndham Gables. I know where that is. It was a three-bedroom. <clears throat> Me and two other radio guys, we all lived together. Our rent was nine ninety nine a month. And we split it three ways. Yeah, Imagine you what go. you would do with rent that was $333. We lived like kings. I know. And now there's no way. No. Well, it's all extremely unaffordable. Yeah. Two Gs for a three-bedroom. So it's basically twice as much as you guys were paying. Yeah. And you split it three ways. So. Yeah. I don't know. Look, we want everybody to have a nice uh, place to live and all the rest of it. Some of you should get off your ass, maybe. that uh, They never point that part out. No. There are people who need us. There's no question. Uh, need our help, not us, but our help. But there are a lot of people, just lazy sons of bitches, that don't want to work. Yeah. So why do we give them money? Yeah, they say five streams of income. Yeah. And, and some of it, it doesn't have to be a lot of income. You know, obviously you should have your main, but your four others, you should figure out a way to bring a couple of extra dollars in, you know? Should I read a couple of comments before we bring Kristen on? Oh, please. Because the comments, might, I haven't seen them yet. Mm -hmm. That might be... I don't know. We'll see. Uh, for a reference, fifty-two percent. Uh, excuse me, fifty-two thousand dollars annual income is roughly twenty-six bucks an hour in the median. Not mean, but the median rent in uh, the Twin Cities is fourteen ninety-five. The guidelines are for the area, though, so they're probably only comparing to Golden Valley. So they're saying Golden Valley is five hundred bucks more than everywhere else. I don't think so. Hmm. I lived in Golden Valley for fifteen years. I love Golden Valley. Great town. Two uh, k a month is not exactly affordable. For a three-bedroom, that's dirt cheap. 
two G's. A, is it really? Yeah, you know, I mean, I bet it would be average. It also kind of depends on where you go. You yeah, know, that's you, true. I mean, you could probably get a three bedroom in New Hope for maybe fourteen, fifteen hundred bucks a month. I love this one. We'll close with R. Dunlop. Affordable, fourteen hundred dollars a month for a one bedroom. The mortgage on my three bedroom house is just over a thousand dollars. I know. It, it is funny when you, yeah. <laughs> It's so ridiculous. I, I love that. I, I was in New York and I had an Airbnb and I asked this guy who was who owned the place. I said, "Just out of curiosity, how much does this apartment cost uh, a month?" And he goes, huh, "I got it for a steal. It's only twenty eight hundred a month. Oh yeah, for a one bedroom apartment." I was like, "Dude, I got three bedrooms, a lawn, two cell garage. I pay like fourteen hundred dollars a month." Honest to God, yeah. what a world! What a world is yeah. all I have to say. Well, I don't know how we did it, but we somehow slogged through the 35 minutes without Brittany here to, to go with KB2. So we get a call this morning, not a call, but an email this morning at like 5.30, maybe quarter after five, something like that, that Brit Bits baby go-go awake all night so she couldn't come in. And I said, well, that's no big deal. I'm sure the uh, company set up a backup for her. Oh, no, we don't set up backups anymore. <laughs> We don't, does anybody run a business properly anymore? Is that even possible? Uh, I, I don't know. Yeah. You don't know? That's a good question. But, I mean, how do you not? Because Rudy has a backup. Why didn't you call me? I was already up. Well, I know, but you'd have to be on for an, like an hour and a half. I wasn't going to do that to you. I can handle an hour Plus and a half. Plus what? I don't want to hang out with you for an hour and a half. That's the other <laughs> I think that's what it is because I'm like, <laughs> I can handle an hour and a half of you, but you clearly just said... I just heard it with my own ears. You can't handle an hour and a half with me. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you just heard. That's it. So yeah, we we uh, we uh, hope for the best with Brittany because having a baby up all night, hollering and yowling and all that stuff. That man, I remember back in the day. Whoo, that's hard to handle. Yeah. Ah, when I was in California, I stayed at a friend's house, and he has a two-year-old at the house. Toys everywhere. You know, you walk into the bathroom in the bathtub, and there's like crayon all. And I just thought, there's no way I could ever do this again. There's tub not toys. a chance. Yeah. Yeah. When you're like climbing over tub toys. Yeah. No way. <laughs> I know this is hard to believe that Andy was a little hard to handle when he was a baby. Pretty tough to believe, isn't yeah. it? Jesus, Palomino. <laughs> Are you ever happy, kid? Ever? Does it ever happen? So in any case, sister, Kristen Burt now joins us, ladies and gentlemen. What's the latest with you? Ooh, things, I gotta tell you, the atmosphere in Los Angeles, mm. I've not seen it like this in so long. People are getting nervous that a strike is gonna happen with the actors. And, yeah. and I, you know, I think because we're in week nine with the writer's strike, people are starting to feel the financial effects of that big time. And when you add a writer's, when you add a actor's strike on top of it, because that's 165,000 people on top of the writers. Oh, man. Yeah. And all of Los Angeles production, all major TV and film productions are 100% shut down in L.A. There's nothing running other than daytime shows. You know what I loved? I've been through this once in my life. Well, actually, once when I was in just working in uh, construction, we went on strike. But I, w I worked at a radio station. I wasn't there when they went on strike. It was old WDGY back in the days, 11.30 a.m. It was owned by Stores Broadcasting. And I know they went on strike one time. But little tip-off for you folks, if, you, if you're going to make a huge mistake like getting into radio, don't ever go on strike in radio because you ain't ever coming back. I can promise you that. Well, if, <laughs> if you are replaceable, you're not well, coming back. Exactly. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you're on strike? Good. Stay on strike. Good, Good yeah. for you. Bye. There, yeah, there, there's, there's only a few handfuls of people I've ever met in radio that are like, uh, I have asked you guys to do this a thousand times and you haven't, so I'm not coming to work today. And guess whatever thing they needed to be done was immediately done. Uh, there's yep. a lot of people who are like angry at management and go, I'm not coming in today. And management goes, okay, well then don't come in ever again. Yep. And we'll see you later. There you yeah. go. Right. That is it. I tell you, Very Kristen. replaceable. Mm -hmm. But yeah, it's, I've never, I haven't seen it like this before where people are super nervous. Yeah. And the other weird thing about this week, um, obviously we're moving into a holiday week with the 4th of July, but they are doing all of the press junkets, all the interviews for the entire summer. That wraps up on Friday, June 30th. So when you watch a, a press junket in August, 
just know that it was done in June. So I'm wondering if some of these interviews are going to feel a little stale by the time that they come out. Because yeah. sometimes you know, news changes, things happen, and you know the interviewer is asking something, and you're like, "Well, we knew the answer to this two months ago," or like, or, or in July, we're going to have a little bit of that going on too. So th- there are literally like. 10 press junkets going on this week, which is unheard of, but they're trying to wrap them up because if there is a strike, all of the actors will become unavailable to promote their projects. I suppose. And then obviously no one in Hollywood's going to cross the picket line, I wouldn't think. They're not going to cross right. the picket line. In right. fact, Kim Kardashian, this is so interesting. Um, American Horror Story. It, um, his, if you're going to say Kim Kardashian, do me a favor. If you're going to say Kim Kardashian and you're going to use the word horror, please say it horror. Instead of horror. American Horror Story. Horror. <laughs> horror. American Horror Story. It depends on where you're from. It must be my regionalism. <laughs> no, I just, you know, there's the video is all I'm saying. That is so long ago. Oh, so what? Anyway, go ahead. I'm sorry. Our billions would tell you otherwise. Yeah, Tom. that's very true. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> we are not going to sex shame someone. <laughs> well, no, no, I'm not sex shaming anybody. I'm just saying that anybody, she's an even better example of what a horror most people are in, in your area. There's, you know, with Kim Kardashian, there is uh, plenty to criticize, but I, I think yeah. I'll leave her alone on the sex tape because a lot of that was out of her control. So that was her mother. It was her own mother that did that to her. Allegedly. <laughs> Allegedly. I can't see Toots doing that to my sister. I really Allegedly. can't. Allegedly. You don't want Chris uh, Jenner coming after you. No. Um, no. Allegedly. Yes. Allegedly, <laughs> right, me. exactly. Allegedly. <laughs> I understand. Um, but I want to say, so she is acting in American horror story still not <laughs> good it's probably one of the few shows that they haven't been able to shut down in new york city so oh, they're okay. filming everything in la is shut down new york that is still running but the writer's strike they keep calling her out for crossing the picket line and she put out a tweet last friday and she's like here i am on the set of ahs what are you guys up to and literally everyone from the writer's strike was like well picketing kim Oh, honoring the union, Kim. It is it is the greatest thread ever. If anyone that. wants to see it, I have it in my Twitter feed. You will see it, and then you can go and read the comments because they are beautiful. Because she's so rich and so tone deaf and mm-hmm. relatively new to the acting world. She's done a few, you know, cameos here and there. But you have to look at this. Like, she doesn't understand, like, how the writers are suffering. We're talking about the average middle class. Sure, she's a billionaire. Sure. Yep. She has a chef every day cooking for her. And, like, you know, doing, getting an acting role for her is just fun. Oh, it's so cool. I get to act. Well, that also proves that she has nothing but yes people all around her. Yeah. Because if there was somebody who really cared about Kim K's financial and uh, well-being when it came to, like, her, how she's being represented, somebody would go, hey, by the way, I don't know if you know this, but back in your hometown, there's a bunch of people striking. And if you put this on social media, you're going to look like a huge dick. Exactly. That's exactly it. And we we literally are at the point, our support industries are all starting to suffer. The dry cleaners, like the diners near the studios, just the the caterers, all of those little things. I'm going to an event tonight for Netflix. This is also the end of like events for the summer. Normally we have a whole summer of like pop-up events and exciting things happening. They know that we won't show up. So because the actors won't show up. So if actors don't show up to support their events, the entertainment reporters don't show up to the events. It's a whole trickle-down type of situation. You know, i got to point out right here, because we're talking movies and Hollywood and all that great stuff. One of the reasons why I love Catherine so much, she, I get home last night and she goes, I found this movie I really, really want to watch. Okay? And I really enjoyed the movie. I thought the movie was absolutely terrific. Jake Gyllenhaal. The movie's called The Covenant. You heard about this movie? I haven't seen it. Have you, have you heard about it at all, either one of you? Yeah, heard of it, haven't seen it. it heard, is. Yeah, exactly. Jake Gyllenhaal is incredibly good in it. Well, everybody in it is really good. It's a very sad story about guys over in uh, Afghanistan back in the day, and one of the uh, Afghanis wants to come over to the other side because he's sick to death of being treated like dirt in Afghanistan. And the whole movie is about trying to get that, that Afghan man to America for his own safety. It's really good. 
It's quite violent. Let mm-hmm. me just point oh, that out. Oh, violence is always what gets me. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. But yeah, I had never even heard of it. It just came out. Didn't it just come out about a month ago? Or Recently, yeah. Or a couple of weeks yeah. ago or something, yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of things that are really just not registering unless they're the big, yeah. as we've talked about, the big franchises. And it's kind of sad because we're missing a lot of like everything that's kind of like in between unless you're discovering them on streaming. Is Gyllenhaal underrated, do you think? That's a good question. I think he's phenomenal in everything that he does. He he did a movie during COVID. I'm spacing on the name of it, but he played a 911 dispatcher. Oh, okay. Who was helping um, a woman who was kidnapped? And there's this big twist at the end, and and it's basically just him in a room on a telephone for two hours, and you are captivated by it. He's good. Yeah. You know what I think? I don't think he's underrated. I think people realize in Hollywood that he's a good actor. He's not a great movie star, and that is he's kind of a reluctant person when it comes to promotion. Um, I think some of it, and you're going to kill me for mentioning this name, but he has, he had an association with or a little entanglement with Taylor Swift when she was 19. Um, and really? then Taylor Swift, yeah, they dated, he took her virginity by the way. Well, for God's sake, <laughs> Jesus. Taylor Swift wrote about it, but, and you know, she left her and see, here's the thing. Taylor Swift left her red scarf at Maggie Gyllenhaal's house. So now the Swifty fans, which who we know are all very passionate it kind of hound Jake Gyllenhaal about like where's the red scarf Jake and like now entertainment reporters yeah. are always ask about Taylor Swift like he can't escape it so I think he's become a little bit more of I don't know like maybe a little bit more shy about doing press because it's just overwhelming for him in that respect I still love that phrase taking someone's virginity they kind of gave it up didn't they you didn't really have to take it <laughs> Yes. It's such an old-fashioned term. It really is an old-fashioned term. Do you remember? I don't want to know, but do you remember the first name of the person that you first engaged with? I do. And, in fact... (laughs) I suppose you would, wouldn't you? Yeah, no, it was someone, uh, yeah, I, I don't want to like out them, but um, they it's someone I'm still in contact with. They actually work out here in Hollywood and we are still in fr- friends and we often um, have to work together in terms of oh, okay. um, publicity and things like that. So, Oh, I thought you told me it was Elvis. <laughs> that would be Priscilla. <laughs> That'd be very weird. <laughs> That would be Priscilla. (laughs) That would be Priscilla. And, you know, that has brought up, you know, it's so interesting, like, looking back on things with through a different lens. Sure. There's a big discussion lately about actors dating underage people. Oh, God. Oh, no, no, no. And, And for a long time, like, everyone turned kind of a blind eye to it. Is like wh- why was it okay to be dating someone 14, 15, oh, 16? Geez. And it happened during the 70s rock era, which is one of the areas. But it's happened even in the early aughts. You take a look at Wilmer Valderrama. He yeah. was dating like Lindsay Lohan underage, Mandy Moore underage. And God. you're like, wait, why were we okay with this? Yeah, it's weird, especially when you go back and you hear like the songs from the 70s, you know? Oh, yeah. yeah, like even Bruce Springsteen. Hey, little girl, is your daddy home? What? Yeah. Why what? would you say that? Yeah. So then we hear about like Leonardo DiCaprio. But then if you go back and listen to like Don Rickles, Don Rickles had a joke. This is like I think maybe like mid seventies. He was on the Tonight Show with Carson, and somebody said, uh, uh, "Are you dating? Who are you, who are you with? Who are you, who are you with right now?" Well, that's, that's all the talk. And Rickles mm-hmm. went, "Are you kidding me? I'm in show business. My wife isn't even born yet." <laughs> <laughs> that's a great line. And we were okay with it, yeah. <laughs> well, he but he, he delivered uh, a message. Yeah. Demi Lovato wrote a song about it, 1729, and it's allegedly oh, about her God. relationship with Wilmer Valderrama. Another, wow. See, there's another person I just pulled out that he dated underage. But he's not the only one. It's like it's, but it's one of those things. Paul Walker used to date. Yeah. Rest in peace, Paul Walker. He used to date women who were under the age of eighteen. And then girls. God killed him. They shouldn't even call them women because they're girls still. God killed him in a car accident. He paid the price. That's all I'm saying. I don't get the wanting to date young. I don't I, either. I, I don't get it at all. Listen, when, when American Pie came out and that guy was getting with Stifler's mom, I'm like, I understand that guy 1,000%. <laughs> I'm totally into women that are older. Absolutely. Right. But as a woman, 
I don't want to date even a 21 year old. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I, the conversation yeah. right now, I would be banging my head against a wall. It's yeah. just you're at a different era. Mm-hmm. Well, see, I, and I've been very honest about this because look, I, I'm, I don't know if I'm proud of it. I'm not ashamed of it or whatever. But I literally waited till I was 22 years old to have sex because I wasn't about to get anybody pregnant and stay poor the rest of my life. Yeah. It just was not going to happen. Mm-hmm. So I waited till I was 22. So, you know, I think the youngest person I've ever had sex with is like 22, 23 years old, back in those days even. Mm-hmm. So I, no interest at all in that kind of danger. That's way too dangerous for me. Right? Mm-hmm. That well, makes sense. Yeah. I mean, I, and I think for a lot of people, um, having like a teen pregnancy, yeah. it's cyclical. It's, I, you do. Yeah. It really is in certain yep. families. Yeah. My uh, my cousin got pregnant at 14. Oh, God. Had the oh. baby at 15. And then, you know, the one nice thing about it is that when she was 36 years old, her son was 21 and out the door. He was yeah, so she's super young. <laughs> it, nice. it it took a little bit to you know get her on her feet. Now she's in her mid forties and she does very well. That's but good. those those formative years, those late teens, early twenties. Oh, I remember her like couch surfing and waiting to get her into an apartment that was you know attached to a, a drug house. And it's it's that is the one thing that'll trip you up early in age is having babies before you're ready. An uncle Tom, right? will and if you don't it. have the family support and the financial means, yep. Mm-hmm. It's, really tough and and I think too like I think of how I spent my 20s I was like I had I was living in New York City it was so much fun um, I wouldn't trade that for the world to be honest or like what I did in New York City in my 20s yeah. I'm yeah. really glad social media wasn't there to be honest <laughs> right because um, <laughs> that's how good the stories are yeah. yeah I was thinking about that just now and I didn't even I haven't thought about this in years but when I was in junior high school three of my friends well classmates I don't know they were all my friends um, were involved in pregnancies. They were 16, and the girls were all 16. And I believe the oldest one of them lived to be was like 40. They're all dead. Wow. They died very young. Ugh. Can you imagine the stress, though, of like, I'm 16, you're 16. Hey, better go get another paper route. <laughs> I mean, yeah. think about I got that. formula to buy. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Better start now, delivering the Sunday paper, too. talking about the cost of living. Think yeah. about the cost of living and, and having to you know, be a teenager, maybe trying to do high school and, mm-hmm. you know, having a job on all this. Cause it's, you know, just going and delivering pizzas is not going to pay your rent anymore. That doesn't exist. Uh, no, that's not going to happen anymore at all. But so yeah, kids, if you're listening and by kids, I mean, everybody under 21 years old. Yeah. Uh, just wrap it, it up. Yeah. Yeah. Ra- oh, I like that. Wrap it up. Absolutely. Wrap it up. She no was place. telling you we have to go to break. Oh, that's what she said. Okay. <laughs> well, we'll do that. We'll go to break. It was a double Tom, entendre. We'll just go, hey, Tom, shut up. How about that? You could do that. We will be right back right after. Good, good timing, though, mm-hmm. actually. I think the mm-hmm. whole thing worked out well. I've been telling you for a couple of months now how happy I am at the MNFatLoss.com program. It really has been easy. In fact, I've lost 27 pounds. It really just hasn't been that hard either. I eat great food. I don't feel hungry. I have plenty of energy to get out and enjoy this fantastic spring weather we've been having. Like today is going to be a gorgeous day. I'm going to, you know, go into summer looking and feeling great. Right now, MNFatLoss.com is offering an exciting summer special, $200 off now through July 30th. But uh, really don't, uh, don't wait, W-E-I-G-H-T, don't wait, get it? Uh, until the whole uh, summer goes by to get this program started. Go to mnfatloss.com for details on this special offer if you want to find out the secret to losing 20, 25, 30 pounds in just eight weeks like I did. Um, save 200 bucks on the program. Schedule your free consultation. Save $200. Go to mnfatloss.com. That's mnfatloss.com. Of course, results may vary. And always be sure to tell the team at mnfatloss.com that Tom Barnard sent you. Do you ever Google yourself? Are you happy with what you find? Or is it cringy? Are you a business owner or on your company's marketing team? How do you feel when you Google your own place? What do you see? A non-updated social media page you don't even remember making? Ads for your competitors? Hubbard Interactive can help. They're a Google Premier Partner, so they can use search engine optimization to get your click results higher. They've got a photo and video department to make your business look sharp. Plus, social media, influencer marketing, podcasting, and more. All the things that will make you a lot happier next time you Google yourself. 
Here's a Google search that you'll find rewarding. Hubbard Interactive. You can see all the marketing tools they've used on hundreds of successful businesses, including an extensive gallery of the great work they could help your venture with. HubbardInteractive.com. Building campaigns that connect. Right now, MyPillow has a massive closeout sale happening on their all-season slippers. Listeners continually make My Slippers the number one selling MyPillow product. And I have a feeling you'll want to stock up now when you hear this offer. When you use my promo code, TOM, you'll get the all-season slippers for $25, regularly $149.98. That's over $120 in savings. Limited 10 pairs at checkout. These will sell out. Trust me. My slippers have an exclusive four-layer design that you won't find in any other slipper. The patented layers make these slippers ultra-comfortable and extremely durable. They help relieve stress on your feet. And you can wear them anytime, anywhere. They also come in a ton of additional sizes and all new colors. Just go to MyPillow.com and click on the Radio Podcast Square to grab a pair of the all-season slippers for $25. Regularly priced at $149.98, limited to 10 pairs at checkout. Enter promo code TOM for this incredible offer. These won't last long, so please order now. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show Podcast. You're pushy. That's the whole deal. Way to go, Amy. Pushy <laughs> Amy. That's all I'm saying. Uh, by the way, just received a couple of messages from my former friends. They were my friends until today. And they're my former friends now because both of them texted to me, yeah, not like they were lined up before you were 22. Okay. Well, thank you very much. I really appreciate it. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, You're like, gee, thanks. Gee, thanks for all your support. <laughs> oh, man. Isn't it funny when people have no idea what they're... I know they're, like, they're trying to be funny and stuff, but like sometimes that stuff can kind of cut. Yeah, you know, well, like, good, yeah. Thanks, man. I, I was doing some work for this uh, Instagram, and uh, she was like an influencer, and she's got a big following, and I was having to like film some videos for her, and it was, she was kind of wearing like this skimpy little outfit, and as Instagram influencers do and her boyfriend had shown up to the uh, shoot and he was like I just don't feel comfortable with you and then this guy in the room and she goes what it's Rudy nobody wants to sleep with him <laughs> see there you go I was like okay some people might maybe <laughs> why we work together <laughs> why we all work together yeah. ladies and gentlemen so why we work together Ugh. oh geez man <laughs> And what the hell. So, yeah, we talked about The Covenant. That was good. I would recommend it. It's very, very violent. I would warn people. If you don't like violence, don't watch it because it's very violent. Um, any other new TV shows, movies, any of that kind of stuff that you could tip um, us off This about? week is pretty light just because we're yeah, moving right. into the yep. um, holiday week. But I mentioned it yesterday. I'm really excited for people to see it because we are seeing that American Gladiators documentary that comes out tomorrow. It's a docu-series, I should right. say. Um, there, HBO has a Rock Hudson documentary coming out. So anyone who's interested in Hollywood history, um, that will be coming out. Um, and if anyone is not watching season two of the bear, it is, I mean, I think Jeremy Allen White probably has locked up his Emmy nomination and possible win. That is how good the second season Mm. is. It's even better than the first. Wow. Donna, did you watch any of the episodes? I watched the first two. Okay. You didn't like it, did you? No. And I can tell. <laughs> yeah, he's like, just, he's like it, yeah. It is, he is such a good actor. And if for anyone who watched Shameless, I, I, what did they have, 11 seasons? They went on forever on Showtime. Um, he played Lip, one of the kids in it. And he was always good, but I think because it was an ensemble and you had William H. Macy, you maybe didn't notice like right. how good of an actor right. he was. 
this is such a showcase piece and it's just unbelievable. And I, it's very rare that I think that a sophomore year of a TV show is even better than the first. Did he, he, uh, he's a, well, like a chef or something. Yeah, he's a, he's a chef. He comes from like a fine dining background. Right, His right. brother runs a diner. His brother passes away, leaves a diner to him and they continue to run it. And it's sort of the, about that experience in Chicago. And for anyone who spent a lot of time in Chicago too, it has, it just really gives you a feel for the city. And also Shameless was filmed in Chicago. So it really feels oh, like God. his character Lip never left Chicago. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, maybe it's true. I'm like, I, oh, look, Lip's grown up and he's still in Chicago. And my husband and I joke about that all the time, but I'm really impressed with what they've done with this season. I got to be honest with you, you just made me depressed as hell because I love Chicago and it's just not the same. I love, I still love the city. I love I, Chicago. You know what? I can eat my way through that city. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. We, uh, my husband did a show at the Broadway Theater. We're going now back to 2012, 2013. He was my boyfriend at the time. And that was a city we just really fell in love. They had put him up this amazing apartment right on State Street. Okay. And... Last year, we were going to, my cousins live right smack dab in the middle of the city. And we were like, uh, let's go for our anniversary and just like go back to old all of our old haunts and like eat our way through the city for our, you know, anniversary. And he got COVID. <laughs> so I went anyway because he was fine. He just needed to quarantine. And I went with my mom. And it was very romantic. <laughs> one of my favorite stories about eating dinner in Chicago Went down to Chicago. I, I was with A-plus at uh, the voiceover agency down there. Sharon, I miss you, Sharon. She lives in Atlanta now, unfortunately. But I mean, I don't mean unfortunately. She's just not in Chicago anymore and, and all the rest of it. But uh, I'll show you how honest most people are in Chicago. So I'm down there. I just, I don't remember, just landed some big account. So I was a big shot. And it was back in the days when I used to shwheel and, you know, so we had dinner, and we left, and we were down in the lobby just kind of hanging out, just having a wonderful time, all the rest of it. And the manager of the hotel comes up, and he goes, uh, Mr. Bernard, I need to talk to you for a second. I said, oh, did I do something wrong? He goes, well, I don't know if you did it wrong or not, but I wanted to track you down because I think there might have been a, let's put it, let's put it down to a misprint. And I said, okay, what happened? He said, you left a $6,000 tip. I went, whoops. <laughs> Yes, you're right. That was wow. a misprint. <laughs> and he didn't have to he didn't have to track me down. Sure. Because he it was a going on my credit card. He could have just cashed it and that would have been the end of it. But he actually tracked me down to say, Hey man, you were having a little bit but a little bit too much fun. Let's dial her back, shall we, with the six thousand dollars. Very honest person. <laughs> honest to God. <laughs> yes, that's a very honest person. But uh, you know, that's one of the things I love about Chicago. People uh, well, you know, when, in the, when I went to the National Radio Hall of Fame, we had Gene, went to Gene and Giorgetti in Chicago. That's where we celebrated. You ever eaten there? On I Franklin, haven't. Franklin Street? You ever eaten there? I Ooh. haven't, no. Oh, God. It's an old-fashioned Italian restaurant right in the heart of Chicago. It's like I said, it's on Franklin Street. I just love it. It's, it's, that town is magnificent. I'm obsessed with Luminati's pizza. Oh, yeah. I'm like on a daily quest. I go, they're probably so annoyed at me because they are moving outside of Chicago. They, they have like Arizona. They're, they're really close. Arizona is so close to California. Yeah. I'm like, where is your LA? Where is your LA restaurant? And they're probably right. so sick of me <laughs> jumping in there you talking know, about like, please open a place here because P LA pizza is, it's like always thin crust and. It's okay. It's Stupid. just not the same as New York pizza, Chicago pizza. Goat cheese, gross. Yeah, I know. I you want a gourmet? I see. I like a goat cheese pizza when you want something gourmet. But if I just want comfort food, I want a good New York slice, and that's yep. really hard to come by here in Los Angeles. And Why? our water is different, so it doesn't taste the same. Yeah, because I, I well, I think one of you brought it up uh, within the last week or so that most people in Chicago don't eat Chicago-style pizza. They eat the thin crust pizza. Yeah, too doughy. It's too doughy. Mm -hmm. It is too, too doughy. doughy. I agree. Yeah, that, I don't like the, the pie, but they, they do something like, I would say somewhat in between like what we have, because ours are yeah. literally, ours are cauliflower. Come on, let's be honest. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> we do everything. Gluten-free, vegan, low-carb. Yep. Yes. <laughs> No, so oh uh, I, I don't know. I just, but man, when I, the second I fly into New York too, I'm like, that's the first thing I head to. I'm like, give me my two dollars slice. I'm good. 
Yeah, well, now I don't have to go have pizza today. It's your fault. I love pizza. I'm going to have pizza for breakfast probably, to be honest. I eat pizza all the time. Minnesota has a lot of really good pizza. We got a, a lot of really good pizza places here. Didn't used to. Well, Broadway was always really good when I was a kid. But, yeah, a lot of good pizza. You got a favorite? Pally Eyes out of Mankato. Uh, well, I don't know that one. Yeah. It's called what? It's called Pally Eyes. Pally Eyes? So P-A-G-L-I-A oh, apostrophe oh, S. Yeah, oh, like, like Paglias, but Pally Eyes is the name. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, that's, yeah, that, I had like P-A-L-I. Yeah. S-Y-E-S. I have, so I just bought a new vehicle, and my old vehicle, my new vehicle isn't ready yet, but my old vehicle has, I'm about 1,200 miles away from hitting 200,000. Holy hell. And I'm like, if I drive to Mankato like three or four times to get a Pally Eyes, I'll hit that 200,000 mark. Because I don't want to give up the car until it's 200,000. I understand yeah. that. Yeah. yeah, I understand that. So what's so good about the pizza? Just the sauce? I don't know what it is. The dough's amazing. Okay. All the ingredients, you know, when you get the cheese bread, when they give it to you, it's mm-hmm. almost like an Italian dunker, but they let it sit on the grill just a little too long, so you get that burnt oh, edge of cheese. It. Yeah, I love it. In fact, when I worked there, I was 19 years old, and I had delivered a, a, a big order to the Mankato Civic Center because Aerosmith was playing there. Oh, yeah. And we put out this big order, and we catered the whole thing, and then later on that night, people were coming, because it's right down the street from the Civic Center, people were coming to this uh to pally eyes that night saying hey man aerosmith was on stage saying thank you to pally eyes pizza it's oh, the best jesus pe- they said they've traveled the world and it's the best pizza they've ever had that's wonderful yeah it's so good i've never had it mm-hmm. i you know i've been in mankato now i bet you and it's got to be 25 years it looks so different does it really oh uh, it's it, it's exactly they did it to mankato exactly what they did to northeast Oh, they did. Okay. You, you show up, and it's all, it's a lot of high rises. It's a lot of everything's modern. It's kind of hmm. lost a little bit of its character. Yeah. It doesn't look like it used to. It's still fun, but not what it used to be. So I'm going to have to eat pizza today now. It's your, both of your fault. Mm-hmm. Doesn't it good. sound good, though? I love pizza. Yeah. Just I do love too. it. I, I think that's not- my number one comfort food outside of grilled cheese and fries. I do not like over the over the top. We got to put 75 things on the pizza. I don't like that at all. Yeah. Hey, let's put That's a little my broccoli. Husband. He will have sixteen thousand, and I'm like, it's disgusting. Yeah, I won't no, admit. no, I just little pizza, little pepperoni works for me. Yeah, I love pepperoni. It's phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Now I'm gonna have to eat pizza maybe for lunch and dinner today. So thank Perfect. you both. <laughs> All right, so you know, what a world. Mm-hmm. Maybe I'll leave right now and go. Can you get pizza for breakfast? You can. I'm eating pizza for breakfast. (laughs) I have leftover pizza in my fridge. And I'm I'm always like, I don't eat leftovers a lot, but I will eat a leftover pizza. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show. The Tom Bernard Morning Show. Streamed every morning on the Tom Bernard Show app. And anytime, on demand, wherever you get your podcasts.